0: Hello everybody, my name is Eric.
1: My name is Nick. And
0: today we're going to be talking about the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Tennessee Titans as well as kind of recapping the previous season. Nick, what was your knee-jerk reaction to the Tennessee Titans game? Uh, it was a good game. Yes. I thought it was the best overall game that they have played in a very, very long time. Yep, and- Two seasons. Yeah, it, it's definitely Zach Taylor's best signature win of his short tenure so far, but a really good one. Uh, they came in, Titans were 5-1, and one, beat them pretty handedly.
1: Yeah, uh, it was a pr- surprising win for me. I, I didn't think we were going to pull this one out. We still didn't defend the run very well, but you know we, we managed, to, managed to pull out a victory here. A pretty decisive victory too, I think.
0: Well, here's what they did do with stopping the run. It's like if you look at total yardage – yeah, they put up a lot of rush yards, and that was expected. But they didn't give up, like, the big signature Derrick Henry run. Like, a lot of those games, he has, like, a really uh, long, you know, breaking tackles, almost like a Marshawn Lynch uh, tile of play. And he didn't have that this game. I think he – what was his longest in the game? Like, 10, 15 yards? Long was 21. Uh, okay. I think
1: that a 20-yard gain.
0: That Very long, yeah but it's not it's not the big you know he's had a 99 yarder before in his career he's had a whole bunch of uh other dominating runs and all things considered it could have been a lot worse from the running game standpoint
1: yeah but again it, it helps when you go up early um it gives the, the other team less options to
0: run and they didn't blow the lead this time that's true they said, And I think they set the tone really early because uh, they had that big red zone interception from uh, Jesse Bates. Um, that was crucial. I believe that set up a score. Uh, we're recording this like two weeks after, so all the <laughs> minor details passed our brains. But, uh, but, yeah, that was a huge game.
1: Burrow played really well, I thought. Um was pretty consistent. Two touchdowns. No interceptions.
0: Yeah, he had a really good quarterback rating. He didn't get sacked. And that's the thing. The biggest... Best takeaway is that somehow, with none of their starting offensive line, all five starters were hurt. They're playing backups, newly signed free agents, and people have been demoted, and they kept him upright against a pretty good pass rush.
1: Yep. They held up. Um, We're getting some guys back this week, too, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they handle the offensive line rotation.
0: Yeah, I know that um, – I want to say – was it Bobby Hart? And M- I got to look at the n- – I feel completely unprepared today. Uh, I to look at the injury <laughs> report. Is uh is Nixon Mixon coming back yet? Uh, no, he was not. Um, he was not suited up for practice, so I don't think he's going to be back. Yeah, Williams practiced. Trey Hopkins practiced. Bobby Hart. Okay, Bobby Hart. Joe Mixon.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, Xavier Suofilo is coming back. Yeah, he
0: was cleared to play.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see because um, while Tennessee doesn't have the best defensive line, you know, it's we've seen promise. Yeah. I think they've played better than the defensive line has played the past few weeks.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they play against Pittsburgh, who like, consistently year in and year out, and they always have a good defense and they always have a great defensive line.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Um,
0: well, we will save that for later. But let's talk about some more praise. Um, what do you think of the passing game overall? I know we talked touched on it like a little bit.
1: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. They spread it out quite a bit. Um, know a lot of people got uh, receptions. Uh, Odd and Tate had a big game too.
0: Yeah, it's like Boyd Higgins and Tate all had. Six catches and sixty yards are better. So that's nice. AJ Green didn't have a good game. He didn't throw it to yeah. him too often.
1: I mean, there's still there's still problems between Green and Burrow. It's not hasn't been solved yet.
0: But that happens. Not they're not always gonna have a great game, game in and game out. You know, it's not they're not gonna be perfect for every game. But overall, I thought the passing game was pretty good. Running game was okay still think they need to do a better job running the ball personally but i can't argue with the end result so it's like winning winning cures all
1: i thought the run game was pretty good uh giovanni bernard was
0: was solid i thought we said he needs to you know get more touches and play more
1: yeah he's just he does so much um in all aspects on that offense he can you know catch it out of the back he can run
0: He's still a good pass blocker.
1: Yeah, he's, he's I think, one of the top-rated pass blockers running backs this year.
0: And, and Joe Mixon does a pretty good job at that, too. So, if there's one thing that we, our offensive um, running backs can do other than running the ball is pass block. Um, I think the offense is pretty straightforward. They played pretty well. What about the defense?
1: Well, hold, hold on. I'm not done with the offense yet. Okay, So Because um, I, I do have some gripes with some things people have been saying. A lot of people think, um, still think that Geo is overrated and that we should have moved on from him, which makes no sense to me. I think a lot of people just don't understand how the game is played. Um, when you have somebody like that that's so versatile, then you should be paying them.
0: Yeah. I mean, the whole point is that you got to use him. Like, he's really good. And... uh they brought him back. They gotta I th- I just think they gotta use them more. Like I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Uh we have a bunch of fans who don't know what they're talking about, so we gotta like deal with that. But like th- they just gotta play him more, they gotta use the running backs more.
1: Yeah. Um I'd like to see what the uh our third string running back can do.
0: That he, P he Ryan? Played.
1: No, no, no. I I'm not a big fan of uh P Ryan. Um, I think he's struggled every opportunity he's gotten. But uh, Travion Williams, um, he had a really good uh, college career, and I was expecting to see him um, last last week. But I'm hoping question, to see something from him.
0: Dumb question of the day. He was a rookie last year, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, has he played in a game yet? I don't think he's even on special teams. But I think he's been inactive for every game this year, right? Yes. That's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, I mean, his last year at Texas A&M, he uh, had like 18 touchdowns or something. Oh, really? Yeah, 18 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he, he was uh, pretty good in college.
0: Yeah, you think that would translate? Where you said Texas Tech?
1: Texas A&M.
0: Oh, is that – Texas A&M, is that – Texas A&M's in the SEC. So, if you're putting up yeah, 18 SEC. touchdowns, if you're putting up 18 touchdowns in the SEC, you ought to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, so I'd just like to see him get an opportunity.
0: Yeah, that would be nice, especially if Mixon turned.
1: Yeah, um, the other thing I want to talk about is people are still harping on A.J. Green saying he's terrible and we should trade him. and We can't do that now. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know. Uh, but I still think that's ridiculous. He's still out there getting double coverage. I, I remember watching the game, and, uh, and I think it was the Tyler Boyd uh, touchdown. He was in single coverage while A.J. was double covered in the back of the end zone. Like, almost every big big play you see A.J. being double covered still.
0: Yeah, I mean, we mentioned before he's just rusty. <clears throat> he didn't play last year, coming off an injury, and having a slow connection with Burrow like you said.
1: I saw I saw a stat and uh uh a- AJ Green is the the second NFL in uh, contested catches. Really? Yeah, and people people are saying, you know, it's cuz he doesn't get separation, but um I disagree with that. I think every time he has gotten separation, which, you know, his bread and butter has been those, you know, go routes, you know. Deep go route, yeah. And Almost, I don't, I can't remember a single one where Burrow actually hit him on those. So he's, I still think he's getting separation. It's just the throw, you know, the throws that he's getting are those short um, crossing routes.
0: I mean, that's the thing I don't understand too is that his bread and butter is those deep go routes, but they don't run those enough for him compared to like prior years. I feel like prior teams, uh, he would run a lot more of those routes. And maybe like they are. And I just don't see that because. You know, just the way the camera movement is, they focus on the quarterback until he lets go of the ball. If he doesn't throw the ball deep downfield, you know you're not gonna know.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to beat double coverage on those go routes. Um, but on top of it, Burrow misses him a lot on them. I think they're trying to um, give Burrow different looks. Uh, he's he just doesn't look comfortable when he's throwing those deep balls. He he's not accurate down there.
0: Well, I think. He just he just hasn't perfected it yet because in the short and intermediate game he's spot on. I think he was like the best in the NFL in, um, ten to nineteen yards downfield. So that's, um. That's of some important relevance because you can't be talented in the NFL throwing that far deep downfield without being skilled. Um, and I'm sure a lot of those, anything beneath. Ten yards, he's probably really good at. But I think some of those, uh, you know, Drew Brees is going to look really skewed because he throws the ball so often. Kamara, who can break tackles and go deep downfield.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think he needs to. Yeah, there's still some development that needs to go through with him. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's the. You know, a lot of people were projecting he'd be, you know, this top ten quarterback coming out of college, and I think he definitely has his his rookie uh, mistakes and. There's still room for him to improve, I think.
0: I think he's playing really well. The offense is playing a lot better than it did last year. So that's that's improvement from a team. He does has his rookie mistakes. I think a lot of those come from his first game. But I think overall, I'm going like to slightly disagree and say he's probably playing probably top 15. He's like, what, third in the lead in total yards? Passing.
1: I mean, he's throwing a lot too, though. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, that's the offense. The offense is throw first and run the ball every like six plays. You got to give him, you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you look at his average, you know, he's 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 not even close to it's it's volume top passing.
0: I know, I I understand.
1: I mean, if you look at almost any stat besides that, I mean, touchdowns, he's well, he not almost, there. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, of course, he, he only has five picks. So he's not too bad. Another thing, too, I've noticed with our team in specific, outside of a couple plays, they haven't really tacked on a whole lot of yards after the catch. It's usually just catch the ball and then they get out of bounds or uh, they get tackled. There's not many times where they either wide receivers or running backs have opportunities uh, to break tackles. I think the only one I can really remember is that Geo play against Philly. Broke a couple tackles and went deep downfield, but from like a yards after the catch, they really not. That's not really a weapon for us. So I think um, so that kind of goes for my argument as to why I think, you know, it's not like he's throwing the ball. He's dumping. He's you know throwing dump offs, and the wide receivers are and running backs are getting a lot of yards after the catch by letting the playmakers work in space. It's com- I mean, Yes, he's not throwing the ball deep downfield. I agree one hundred percent. Like, the, but the he's doing really good in the intermediate game. And I think that's why you've seen so much yards. Yes, it's volume passing, but still, I think he's doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I, I think he's doing well too. But um, I just think there is still room for improvement.
0: I do too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong on that.
1: Just to reiterate your points. He's, uh, I think he's third in the league in attempts, uh, which is pretty insane, considering we, you know, we're a game behind everybody else.
0: Oh yeah. Well, not everybody else, but a lot of teams.
1: I think everybody, almost all the other quarterbacks around him, are, like Tom Brady, is ahead of him. Matt Ryan's ahead of him.
0: They haven't had their buys yet.
1: Nope, and uh, he's he's throwing more than, like, Patrick Mahomes, I mean.
0: <laughs> they got a better running game than we do. And the, yeah, and that team also, to go into the yards after the catch, uh, Kelsey, Hill, a lot of those wide receivers on their team uh, are really good at breaking tackles and getting yards after the catch.
1: True. But still, I think the attempts are too high. I think, uh, I think we still we still need a more balanced uh, offense. Yeah. I think we're going to see that once we get more. Uh, once we, the play call gets more comfortable.
0: Well, after eight games last year, they started running the ball a lot more. So if you were to go on prior year's expectations, the second half is when they're going to run the ball a whole lot.
1: Yeah, it was just uh, unfortunate losing mixing mixing when we did.
0: Let's talk about that defense. And I thought played pretty good overall. There were some possible mistakes, but in the end of the at the end of the day, they had a good overall game.
1: Yeah, um, I'll agree. It was a lot better performance than we've seen before um my biggest problem is still the uh the tackles where the tackles are happening it's not happening at the line of scrimmage it's happening in the secondary Mm -hmm. and uh i still think that's a big problem
0: i agree um i did see something i really like though on the I think they only had one sack in the game. I I feel like I'm completely unprepared to talk about this game.
1: They did only have one sack.
0: (laughs) They had the one sack, and it came on a super delayed blitz from Logan Wilson, who, by the way, I think has been playing great this year Uh, for a rookie. He's not getting a whole lot of snap counts uh, compared to like Bynes or, or Davis Gaither or Jermaine Pratt. I think he's still playing well. He's got two sacks and a pick for a rookie. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he's, I think he's the best linebacker on the team. It's not saying much, but yeah, I think he's the best.
0: I think what, uh, but what I liked about that sack play, going back to that, is they they send their blitzers, and then Wilson kind of hangs back, and then and then he goes for the blitz. So he um, like waits a bit. And that kind of, like, comes as a surprise to the quarterback because he, like, kind of hides behind one of the defensive tackles or maybe whatever, and he kind of swings around him and gets him for the sack. It's yeah, pretty good.
1: I, I think he was supposed to be on coverage on a running back, but the running back um, stayed behind the block. E- either so way,
0: well, whether it be a design – um delayed blitz or he was playing good coverage either way it was a good play i think that was on third down it was on second or third down
1: yeah i I think i think he just made the the right decision at the at the time
0: yeah but they had the good sack they had the good interception um i mean i think yardage wise they gave up a whole lot 441 total yards um but like we said they didn't get blown up by derrick henry uh, Tannehill looked okay. I think he tacked on. I think those two touchdowns were the game was pretty much out of grasp, more or less.
1: Who was covering Corey Davis? Because that dude was all over us.
0: I have no idea, but he put up good numbers.
1: Yeah. That was a little disappointing. <laughs>
0: Eight for 128. I would have thought A.J. Brown would have had a better game. I think he's their best wide receiver. but
1: I mean, that's... You know, William Jackson was probably on AJ Brown.
0: Did William Jackson even play that game? Did not he even hurt? No, he didn't play that game. Okay. Oh, he,
1: yeah. I probably. Am d-
0: uh, <laughs> that bye week is screwing me up. I don't remember anything. <laughs> 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 Should rewatch the game for Pete's sake.
1: But uh, yeah, so that that's probably Darius Phillips was covering him, and he still struggles. Um, or was it Lashawn Sims actually? I think it is where is Phillips playing right now.
0: <laughs> I thought he was. Let me see. I, I do not La- see. I think La- I La- Sean not
1: Sims was was playing that game.
0: Yeah, I don't see him on the on the list at all, of players. Phillips, I mean. Might have been hurt. Yeah, I think he was hurt. God, I feel like that game was like two months ago.
1: Yeah, I think he was hurt, so it was. It was Freaking Sims. coronavirus. Man. And Sims yeah. is even Sims worse. than Phillips. not. So. Yeah, he's
0: <laughs> our worst cornerback in terms of like coverage. He's not played well, but. I mean, overall, I mean, if we're gonna say anything negative, the only comment I got to say about their negative play would be. Uh, that. They didn't get that interception. They may have scored a touchdown and they did miss a field goal. And then they did go for two on one play when they, um, on the last touchdown of the game.
1: But wait, wait, wait. Just wait. gotten the one point. Well, oh, wait. Who missed the field goal? They did. Oh, the, the Titans. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: The Titans. Did yeah. So if you count all those missed point ups, that's assuming they get a touchdown and the extra point. On the, inter, on the Jesse Bates red zone pick, so that's seven points. A missed field goal is um, three. Uh, pass going for two is one. It's very possible that this game is tied to 31-all uh, going into the end of the fourth quarter, but it wasn't. I think they um, came up with the good plays at the right time.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, Von Bell wasn't a complete... Um, liability out there, so he, he got screwed game.
0: out of two picks.
1: Um, Sean Williams was in there a little bit too, and he he had a good good game. to
0: see him playing. Yeah, see, I think with like Sean, William- I think Sean Williams is a good player. I just don't think safety is the best spot. If there was like if they could somehow like create a position where it's like, um, like kind of like a fourth level, like you have linemen, linebackers, Sean Williams, and then. Safeties.
1: Well, that's that's kind of how we use them. But I'm um, so far from what I've seen from Von Bell. He's pretty much plays like Sean Williams. There, they're very similar.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think he's very usable, and I think he tweeted out something about not getting playing time or something like that. Which to me is ridiculous like he should definitely be playing, but we're we're trying to focus on the positives for this game. Hmm. I don't want to get too far into the negative
1: <laughs> but but it is true he should be playing. I, I think they yeah. should give him some runtime at linebackers considering how bad our linebackers have been. but
0: something. I don't know he he can play. All right, so we're eight games into the year. we got a record two five and one which is good for last place in the AFC North but second place in the NFC East. So oh, that, that tells you much. anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, looking at our schedule, what games do you think we can win? Oh, now. now.
0: Okay, so we talked at the beginning, we we both thought by this point they would have been 0 and 8. They are now 2-5 and 1 with Three game or two games that were should that were losses that could have been wins, probably should have been wins, and then the Philadelphia game they kind of blew their lead at the end of the game. So they very possibly could be five and two. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna assume the Chargers game and the Ravens game constant. Uh, so, assuming this team is a quality of that, I think they're going to beat the Washington football team. I think they're going to cream the Giants because that game will be at home. I'm 50-50 on them beating the Dolphins. They should beat the Dallas Cowboys because even though Andy Dalton's probably going to be the starter barring any injuries for that game, it'll be interesting to see how he plays, but their that defense is so bad that that'll be that should be easy for Burrow to carve up. I mean if if freaking Odell Beckham Jr. is throwing fifty-yard passes and runs, then you know.
1: Yeah, for me, it's it's. You look at that defense. You look at the defense. You see how good their defense is. I think that's been our biggest struggles. But if we if we play good defenses, we're um, we don't play so well. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys just have a terrible defense. Yeah, if their I'm gonna defensive like, line mm-hmm. is not great.
0: If I'm gonna, qu- they have a lot of big names on their team. I don't want to end up sounding like first take and just ragging on the Cowboys all day. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm going to quantize wins and losses, I'm going to assume both Steelers games are going to be losses. I'm going to assume the way that the seedings are playing out, that the Baltimore Ravens are still going to want to play week 17 to get to the – you know, to try to get a higher seed. Um, I don't even know the AFC. I, like, took a complete, like, two weeks off of football ever <laughs> since we won. Um So, as it stands right now, Steelers are number one. Ravens are five games back from the number one seed, which is the bye week. It's very possible that, you know, Ravens still get to play them one more time. It's very possible they're still playing for a seed. Week 17, I'm going to check that up as a loss. So, that's three right there. I'm going to give Houston a loss. Um, I assume that... We just can't seem to beat those guys. Um, and I'm 50-50 on Dolphins. So, that's one.
1: I, I don't think we're going to beat the three, Dolphins. three,
0: four. I'm going to be optimistic. I mean, it is at Miami. I'm going to be optimistic and say they go 4-4 four four the rest of the way.
1: I think Washington's going to give us a lot of trouble.
0: I think Their the defense Washington... defense is solid. Yes, the Washington defense is really good. Because they got obviously number... Two pick Chase Young who has been playing pretty well. Uh, yeah, I think they'll give us trouble, but their offense isn't that good because they're playing with former cripple Alex Smith as quarterback. <laughs> um, and Dwayne Haskins seems to just not give a fuck. So if either of them play, our defense should be able to contain enough, at least for us to score enough to beat them. At least I. Think. I don't
1: know if you, if you look at their 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 numbers, they have, I think like almost 30 sacks on the season that's a lot of sacks and they got i think eight picks on the season like it's which, be by the way
0: game. we have eight picks which i think is up there in terms of like number of interceptions i think it's like th- tied for third or fourth in the nfl yeah which isn't bad i don't think we had. we didn't have them in interceptions last year but
1: I no we're not know really we'll known for them interceptions
0: that's true.
1: Not for a while, at least.
0: <laughs> Other than it's like every like ten years, it's like Deltha O'Neill had like ten. It was like the league leader, and then Reggie Nelson was the league leader ten years later. Other than like <laughs> those two isolated incidents, we're not known for Pick City. But yeah, no, just going down the line uh, of their defensive players: uh, two sacks here, another two sacks, two sacks, one. Uh, Five, Chase Young is three and a half, Ryan Kerrigan is four and a half. So yeah, a lot of pressure from the defensive line. That's gonna be tough. Um hopefully they'll overcome. I mean if they lose to the Washington football team, that's gonna suck. Uh
1: I I think the the good thing that's that's happened this season though is we aren't the worst team in the league.
0: Yeah, thank God.
1: <laughs> I think that's pretty well, clear now.
0: But what's weird is, that, yeah, it's like the Jets completely took that over. But what's weird is that I, I saw somewhere somebody was, like, quantitating the best and worst teams of the last decade. Someone put the last year's Miami Dolphins team ahead of us. It's like, if they were that bad, why couldn't we beat them? We ended up with you the mean first they put, pick.
1: they put the Dolphins worse than us?
0: They put the Dolphins that were worse than us. Huh. And, I don't know who did it or what, you know, online thing I saw that from, but I'm like, it don't make any sense to me. <laughs> at any rate, um, I, and it should be an optimistic back end, at least. We weren't, I, we we both weren't really optimistic going into the year, but I think we've seen some stuff that we like. If you were to quantitate it, how would you say the rest of the year is going to go?
1: Um, I think our best chances at winning are the, the Giants and the Cowboys, and I think we're going to pull out those wins. Uh, still iffy on the Texans, and I think we're going to lose against Washington, and the other games we're going to lose.
0: So you're, you're going a more conservative, seeing what you already got kind of approach.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to two more games.
0: You basically said two and a half, because you said, uh... You said the Giants and Cowboys were wins, and you were iffy on the Houston's. So that's about two and a half. So you're saying they're gonna go uh, four ten and two, is what I'm getting out of that.
1: Yeah, but I, but I think the big takeaway from this, is I think it's it's exciting to watch the Bengals again. You know, yeah, having a new quarterback and you know his attitude about playing the game, and it'll be really fun seeing him play um, Miami, especially at the another rookie quarterback.
0: That'll be a good uh, first round pick. I don't think those two played each other in college, did they? I don't think so. I think I think I just don't know how like the SCC teams go in terms of their schedule. Let's see. That's they if played.
1: That's if Tua can keep the the spot though.
0: I assume that he will um still surprised
1: well, they they benched Fitzpatrick. But, that is yeah.
0: very surprising what kind of irks me though is that like so him and uh H- herbert and burrow are having really good years but people are now clumping up like tua into that and like tua's played like two games and he had a terrible first game he had a really good <laughs> second game but yeah. it's like like is it really too early to call like after two games or someone like you know we liked joe burrow after two games And Turo looks good after two games, but I'm not sitting here saying that, like, wow, Turo is a generational QB. I
1: I think it's too early to tell for any of these quarterbacks. I think, you know, uh, the second year is really where you should be judging your quarterbacks.
0: That's true. And your third year is where you really, like...
1: That's where you know if you're keeping them or moving on. Well,
0: that's where they, like, that's your, like, best shot, because that's... That was, I think, arguably Dalton's statistically best career uh, year. It was definitely Carson Palmer's best career year, uh, his third year. So, the way I see it, if you're going to, like, make a push and make a good run, the third year is to do it. And then you still got two years on the rookie deal to, you know, make playoff runs. But if you're not, like, a stud by your third year as a quarterback, Probably not the way to go.
1: Or you could just be the Browns and change them every year.
0: Yeah, just like cycle in new quarterbacks and new uh, coaches every year. (laughs) Be a complete shit show. It's like, it's so weird when I hear people talk about like the Bengals are such a dysfunctional franchise. Like, dude, we've been at the playoffs like five years in a row. Like, a dysfunctional franchise does not go to the playoffs five years in a row. Those three years we had after um, the last playoff run, they were like. The way I see it, like six-win teams are just like a like maybe four to five plays away from being you know a wild card team, so they're not that bad. Last year was really bad in terms of <laughs> like, you no, know. yeah. I will give you that they had a really bad year last year. But like, are they a dysfunctional franchise? No. Is Mike Brown a shitty owner? I think he's gotten better. He ain't great, but he ain't like pure awful or pure evil. <laughs> Like if you compare if you compare Mike Brown to like the owner of like Dan Snyder or the who are the owner of the Chargers is it George Soros Soros <laughs> I don't know who owns the Chargers but that family they're uh, they're re- really shitty to there uh, Spanos okay and close you're <laughs> getting but, like, to uh, con-
1: conservative conspiracy now. <laughs>
0: you honest to God, I don't really know who jo- George Soros even is. He's just a guy. I don't know. But, like, like <laughs> they're, the Chargers, like, they um, – their uh, owner is, like, a really big piece of shit. Like, the way he, like, p- kind of, like, pushed a team out of, like, San Diego. And, like, yeah, Paul Brown Stadium is not the gem of a stadium. But it ain't, like, a rundown – piece of garbage like Qualcomm Stadium was.
1: Yeah, but it I mean, I don't know. It's, it's still kind of shady. It's it's not a great stadium anymore. It's outdated and we're still paying shit ton of money for it.
0: Yeah, it's weird how like that stadium's like what, 20 years old and it's already outdated. Like it's completely outdated. Now, I don't know if it has to do with it being like an outdoor arena, but like I've been to a couple like NBA stadiums. Uh you won't talk about Good places to go and watch sport n b a stadiums that's where it's at, and even like uh the Bearcats basketball stadium pretty good. What were we talking about? I completely forgot
1: stadiums and owners and crap before franchises. what we were we talking about
0: before that oh yeah, dysfunctional franchises um we really went off topic.
1: Uh it happens.
0: Yeah, well we were having fun. I think going back to the rest of the year I'm gonna be optimistic and say four and four. Joe Burrow should continue to improve. Hopefully the defense can improve. Um although the four and four that would put him at six wins, that will like greatly fuck up my we need to get rid of Zach taylor um ideology but what do i know
1: yeah they're not going to get rid of him if he wins four more games there's there's yeah, no so way. I,
0: I'm just going to I should switch it to 0 and 8 and get what i want
1: <laughs> well see the thing is you 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 have to get rid of Zach taylor this year you, after this year you can't wait another season um, um you're just throwing away years for with burrow if you do that you know it's it's never a winning solution to get a new quarterback have a coach and then switch the coach the next year it's it's just not a good idea
0: what i think is funny is when people say that you know oh you don't want to screw up burrow's development uh, by getting rid of the head football coach and the way i see it is that burrow was at ohio state and then he switched programs to lsu and he had tremendous success then he moves over starting started to sound like trump I shouldn't say the word tremendous. That's like a common phrase. It is. And then he goes to LSU, completely different program, completely different um, scheme than Ohio State, and he has he has great success. Then he's come to the NFL, and he's been playing really well for a rookie, comp- playing against professionals. You well, know, I, can, don't,
1: I don't think that's necessarily fair, though. He went from oh, Ohio State and then into one of the best offenses in college football history.
0: I mean, he had an okay junior year. He had a like probably the best senior year of any quarterback ever in college football. But at the same time, they had a bunch of weapons. They had a great running back who was a first-round pick. I think um, Jefferson was a first-round pick by the Vikings. So they had weapons. But I personally think that um, – he being Joe Burrow is good enough to transition professional head coaches and and not struggle as some others would.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess it's hard to say until we see it, but I I just don't see it happening mm-hmm. anymore. I don't see. Um, you don't see what Taylor happened. getting fired.
0: You don't see him getting fired?
1: No, I think I think with two more wins, he, st- he stays.
0: Well, yeah, the downside about that Titans game is it was a great win, played really well, but it's a very convincing win for your organization. Yep. All right, so I think we talked enough about that. Let's preview them Steelers because that's the next game coming up. <laughs> they're playing at Pitt. I, I want to emphasize that they're playing at Pitt because for some reason I thought they were playing here at home and I was confused when I looked at tickets. Saw it was December 21st. I'm like, wait a minute, that don't make any sense. That th- oh, wait, I screwed up. So
1: yes, you did, Eric. You screwed on the up.
0: road, I did screw up. I messed up Royal. They're on the road in Pittsburgh. Uh, we, we, we both assume this game's a loss, but... How do you think it's going to play out?
1: I don't know. We're usually, you know, try to be competitive with the Steelers. I think I think it's going to be competitive first half. And the second half, they're just going to take it away.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, so the Steelers games in the last 15, 20 years have typically gone in two directions. One, they're either really close competitive games. The Steelers end up usually coming out on top and a lot of them. But we still get a lot of wins from the really close competitive games, and then the rest of them are like blowouts like three to twenty four seven to twenty eight kind of games. they either go in one or two directions, and I don't know which way it's gonna go. I would assume it will go in the blowout direction because they're playing on the road against Pittsburgh's great defense, so um that's what I would guess is coming up.
1: Uh, I just don't see a path to victory against the Steelers right now. They're playing any, way too good.
0: Any game, well, they had they didn't play too well against the Cowboys. And I don't know this might work in the narrative, you know, that they keep winning over, you know, a lot of games. They got to lose sometime cuz 16 and 0 has only happened the once. I don't know if that's going to happen again. They do have a really easy schedule. The West in the way, outside of Baltimore, one more time. I think Cleveland, one more time too. But it it could fall into our favor where we end up being the one who breaks the streak. I don't know. I, I would
1: love to do that. I just don't don't see oh, it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't I don't think it's going to happen either. But I would love to see it. Here's what I would be afraid of, though, if they end up winning against Pittsburgh. You know, the next game they're going to try to injure Burrow. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not going to comment on any of that. The only thing I would like to see is a win against the Steelers and a win against the Browns.
0: Uh, we already played the Browns twice, so we're not going to do that. Oh,
1: sorry, Ravens.
0: Oh, okay. That would be I nice don't to see go. it
1: happening, but
0: that's what I would I would like. I mean, I think Taylor is zero and eight in division games it would be nice if he finally got one or two but we'll wait and see alright I think that wraps it up thank you very much for listening you guys have a good rest of your day